I'm Jeff Cook. And I'm TJ Wilson. And this is Around the Circle. I'm walking slowly. of the human personality. It's a tool for navigating relationships. It creates language for what motivates us and helps us look at the way we look at everything else. Most importantly, the Enneagram is a mirror because sometimes you need help seeing yourself. My name is Jeff Cook. I'm a philosopher in Greeley, Colorado, and with me is TJ Wilson, businessman, lover of theology, and Enneagram ninja. Hello. My man. Hey. We are joined by the inimitable Cambry Ross. Hello again. Hey, hey. Cambry is a graphic <laughs> designer and one of the best researchers of Enneagram material in the world. And we're going to be talking about type twos. We're going to talk about whether or not you might be a two. If you're listening to this podcast, you have likely listened to our intro to typing and are jumping in and saying, I might be a two. And so we're going to describe the heart mind of twos and what it sounds like, feels like, what some of the details are for looking at life through the glasses of a two. For us, all of us really get into Enneagram. It makes our lives better and our relationships better, and we're hopeful that it takes place in your world. So what we're going to do is we're going to make this as simple as we can, but it may still feel strange to try and analyze yourself. So if this feels uncomfortable, this is actually quite common. Many people feel strange or even exposed when they first come to the Enneagram, and that can be actually very helpful because it means that the tool is doing its work. So the best thing is just to listen for yourself. If, as we're talking about twos, this describes how you encounter the world, that's, that's what you want. And if it doesn't, it's, it's good to move on to some of the other numbers on your list. Uh, did I miss anything, y'all, before we jump into this? No, I would want to say, though, with type two especially, there are a lot of females and a lot of moms particularly or caregivers specifically that can mistype as a two because of the stage of life that they're in. Mm -hmm feel like they should be too. Right. So if this feels like it jives a lot for the way you are as a parent or the way you feel as a parent or just in one sphere of your life, but not all spheres of your life, then it, it, it would be helpful to look at some other numbers because this can often speak a lot of wisdom to what it feels like to be a mother or a caregiver mm -hmm. or just a woman in today's world. So. Yeah, it's a great word. Yeah. Suppose is there an opposite on the male side? Some some men are. I don't know eights. if that would be helpful, but I would say eights and threes, eight and three. I mean, uh, in terms of men, might be a two, but they have been told that's oh, not what it looks like to right, be a right. man. Something like yes. That. Oh, for sure. I would say there's a lot of people that are twos, but would not think about typing themselves as twos because twos are so often described as super feminist or mm -hmm. not feminist, but feminine. Feminine, thank you. That is the word I was looking for. So even if you're a male, this could very much be you and don't pay attention to all the people that say that it's not you if it makes sense for you. There you go. Well, we're going to start out with some quotes from 
to's about themselves. So Camry has, has a handful of self descriptions from mm-hmm. the from from twos that she works with, and uh, this is how we're going to launch this. Yeah. So the core motive for twos is that they want to be loved and to feel loved. But to add to that list, in case that feels a little too uh, non-descriptive or not helpful, because everybody wants to love and feel loved, um, adding to the list, I want to express my feelings for others. I want to be needed, to be important in other people's lives. I want to be indispensable. I want to be appreciated for the things I do. I want to get others to respond to me like I matter a lot to them. I want others to disprove and refute the negative claims I make about myself. I want others to know what I need and fulfill those needs without me asking. Perfect. You hear anything there, Teach? Yeah, it seems like a a lot of those things are not about... There's a focus on the way other people respond to -hmm. the things that I do. And I think that's a that's a good way to think about just a, sort of a, a general principle among twos is that so much about how they see themselves is filtered through how other people see them. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're very relational in that way that that a big part of their identity is is tied to the state of their relationships with others. Yep. Um, I actually have a quote that just goes right along that line that says, I'm very other focused. What can I do to make this person like me? When I don't feel included, I feel like something must be wrong with me. And suddenly there's a reason someone doesn't want me. When I'm ignored, it's because that person no longer likes me. And then I have to figure out how I can win them over again. For me, it's not always how can I serve, quote unquote, but how can I look nice? I want to be that nice friend who someone can turn to when they're sad. I might not be the first to volunteer to do something active like bring food for the helpless, but if I see someone not being included, I want to include them. Or if I see someone sad, I want to cheer them up, probably because I wish someone would do the same for me. Mm. And a lot of twos talk about being the glue of relationships, Mm. which I'd say is true. (laughs) Good word. What we're going to do is we're going to highlight eight things that twos say about themselves uh, that where their answers are very common with other twos. And we're going to start with where they find happiness. So, um, TJ, when twos are looking for happiness, where are they finding happiness? Well, I think it is in that, uh, that relational place. Uh, it is uh, in being included in the lives of other people and, and being uh, helpful, useful, being um, sort of... I, I don't think most twos would say this out loud, but it's in, in being an, an indispensable part of someone else's life. And... and in, in part of that, that means that they also, it's not just that they take care of other people, it's that those people will also take care of them because of right. the way that relationship works. It seems to me that a, a lot of twos are, when talking about happiness or perhaps even where they struggled most for, you know, during COVID, it was relationally, mm-hmm. as I wasn't connected to other people that happiness wasn't about what they were accomplishing necessarily. It wasn't about, you know, all the money that they were losing. It was about the relationships they lost. And 
other types may have that going as well, but twos for sure are going to find a lot of their grounding and self-understanding in the relationships that they have. Uh, second thing that a lot of twos share in common is how they get what they want. How would you describe what, how twos get what they want to teach? So we've talked about how, how a lot of twos want to, to be helpful. Like I used the word indispensable earlier. And there's underlying that there's, there's this sense of, of needing to earn their spot in that relationship. It, it's, it's like they get their value from what they can do for others and what other people need from them. And, and so they're set the sort of the way that they get the things that they want is, is by deserving them by being useful, by being helpful, by, by serving other people, by, by being a part of another person's life and, and earning that part, that place. I would say as well, this earning attention and earning love if the two doesn't feel that they are receiving this love or getting enough attention, they will double down and increase the amount mm-hmm. of help that they give. Mm-hmm. And they'll make sure that they are all loving saints. And then by doing that, they won't be rejected. They will be loved. If they're helpful, people can't speak ill of them or say, oh, no, I don't love that person. Or I don't like that person. Everyone will like them if they're helpful, if they do things. Um, it's this earning posture. I don't know that I have anything to add. Again, that relational dynamic is there of really wanting to connect to other people. And you guys have said it. It it comes through. This is what I'm going to do for you. This is why twos can often be called the helper. Mm-hmm. Um, there, There's a posture there. Um, thirdly, something that lots of twos say they share is how they solve problems. Uh, you want to talk about that, TJ? Yeah, twos... Um it, it's tricky to talk about this uh, because because twos would it, it's often the case that they'd rather gloss over the problem by doing something useful in really uh, inappropriately basic example is that there there isn't a problem here have this cake that I made <laughs> I uh, baked you cookies yeah. Uh, there's, there's in, in a lot of ways, twos will sort of ignore or, or push aside problems and conflict and, and issues that, that, that may need to be addressed because if they are causing conflict or, or bringing up or, or putting some type of divisive, thing into the world, then they're interrupting the flow of the relationship that gives them their identity. So they're, it's actually way more comfortable to pretend like problems don't exist than to try and address them. Yeah. One of the quotes I have, this too says, it's hard for me to verbalize what I'm feeling and it's hard to bring up things that bother me. I will almost always opt to avoid conflict to preserve the peace. And I do think it's because of the relationships. Mm -hmm. It's because the way that people see the two matters so much to them that they will always focus on the positive and avoid the negative. And that, that happens externally, like being helpful and ignoring problems and just focusing on good. But I think it also happens internally 
where they see they focus on the good parts of themselves and gloss over the negative and as uncomfortable as it may be to hear of like avoiding issues within yourself and avoiding possible bad motives within yourself and instead focusing on well I'm helping people I'm being I'm being of service I'm loving and being other centered, you you really really avoid saying, "Oh, I'm doing this because I want to feel loved." Right. Mm. It's good to bring the motive in there. This is why twos will often adopt a positive outlook, deny that there's a problem at hand. Problems are going to get in the way of earning the attention they desire, mm-hmm. and so, or by reframing things positively, spinning things positive, maybe that in and of itself is service to others. Hey, look, mm-hmm. I'm making things better. Mm-hmm. Right. With a positive outlook. It's good. There's a I I, I think something that that uh is is really important to point out here is that this is also the path toward codependence. Twos are the type that are most likely to struggle with codependence, to ignore their child's drug addiction, or to uh gloss over their uh their abusive partner or like like codependence lives here in ignoring the problem in order to maintain the relationship. Mm-hmm. That's the, that's mm. that's the I think one of the worst examples of of what this sort of positive outlook is. The relationship is more important than addressing these other problems. So we're going right. to pretend like these problems don't exist. A lot of the people who struggle with codependence are twos. Mm-hmm. Well, and I will say it can be a very harmful thing um, to yourself and to not get out of relationships that are not serving you. However, it can also be a very, very helpful thing to be positive because not all problems are big enough to be addressed. If you're constantly nitpicking every single issue, it's not going to be a good relationship. So if twos can find that balance of speaking to the areas that really do need to be solved and being positive and it, this thing's okay to the areas that are fine, that can be really beneficial in a relationship to have somebody that can gloss over things that don't really matter. Yeah. Mm, it's good. A fourth thing that twos communicate is how they connect with the world and how they connect with others. Uh, TJ, how do how are twos connect in with the world and other people? Well, uh, this this has a lot to do with that desire that 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 sort of like base motivation about relationships, uh, and this had this is about how they relate to other people. It's a focus on who am I connected to and who is connected to me, and how are we connected to each other. So it's often the case that when you first meet a two, they're going to tell you about their spouse, about their kids, about their grandkids, about how they might know you. They'll they'll tell you about the connecting relationships between you. Um, Like, this this is how they see the world, is through their relationships. Mm Mm-hmm. There's a theme here. Do you, <laughs> do you see anything else there, Gabri? I would just say there's this very, the whole other-centeredness in twos, a lot of it comes from this idea that focusing on oneself is selfish. 
And if you meet your own needs, you're being selfish. If you take care of yourself, you're being selfish. And twos very much want to be seen as selfless and helpful and good. I mean, it's this idea of I want to be seen as good. I want to be good. Similar to ones, but very different in the same thread where it's a relational. I can't take care of my own needs because that's not okay. I mean, it yeah. might even feel uncomfortable listening to a whole podcast about yourself if <laughs> you right. see that as mm. selfish. So if you feel kind of like guilty pleasure in actually meeting your own needs and taking care of yourself, you might be a two. <laughs> I think that's well said. Yeah, that, that image of I'm repressing my own needs in yeah. order to serve the people out there who will eventually give me the things that I want. And that's, right. that's the method, the way of connecting. That's, that's, that is very common with, with twos. So you might be a two if. Fifthly, one of the, our favorite books on the Enneagram talks about being present. And in speaking of twos, they say twos will take a posture like this. I'll become present to my life only when... I am loved unconditionally by others and feel their love when others totally appreciate my affection and sacrifices and meet all of my emotional needs, then I will show up. What do you all hear there? To me, there's, there's two big things to point out here. Uh, one is that uh, sort of undergirding this is the, w- without having said it, it's there's there's a sense of needing to earn those things. It's when other people appreciate the things I've done for them, then it I'll be okay. And it you have to do the things for other people in order to for them to appreciate it. So so uh, that that sense of performance of, of deserving the love that you're looking for is heavily present in the twos. And I, I also really like that, that this in a subtle way is very self-focused. Right. To, because twos are, yeah, ironically (laughs) self-focused. Twos are others oriented, but they're other oriented in order to get, in order to take care of themselves. Very much. It's a good word. I also think, it speaks inadvertently of the fears that the twos have of, I mean, twos expect that others will reject them. They just expect mm-hmm. right off the bat, people are not going to like me. They're going to reject me. And so I must do these things in order to earn that love because I'm not good just by myself. I can't just be me and have people love me because they'll reject me if I do that. Right. And there's this need to feel loved, need to feel appreciated because there's such a heavy and really burdening fear for the two of I'm not lovable. Therefore, I must do these things. Mm-hmm. Let's get move into some of the stuff we're going to talk about with the two's shadow. This can often be a place that when typing yourself, really, if this hits you, it, it can be one of the real clues that you might be a two. And right there, this the fear many twos will express a fear of being unworthy or unloved, that that's almost primal and affects much of what 
they do in relationships is I fear that I'm unworthy. Do y'all want to, you want to talk about that? Well, this is, uh, and, and we'll see this in, I'm pretty sure all of the types, this is sort of the, the dark side of everything we've talked about so far. Twos are, are relational by nature. And the fear is that they don't, that the thing that they're trying to accomplish is, is earning their relationships. They're, they're, looking to receive love and, and attention and affection from other people. And the thing that they fear, the, the sort of underlying dark side of that is that they don't think they deserve it at all. Mm. Um, I will also, so this is completely a different thread, but I really do. I love what TJ was saying there. It just hit me as well that twos, can often come across and if sorry this word just this word can be triggering a lot of twos are worried that people view them as clingy Hmm. or overbearing Hmm. and it is because of this need to be loved and the doubling down when it's not happening so if you are a two and you're listening to this sometimes when you double down people will move back further So seeing that that is something that you might be apt to doing on doubling down on your love and helpfulness can actually push others further away and then you really won't get what you're looking for. But then especially if you're listening to this and you have a two in your life that you love, when they are doubling down, when they're showing love to you and they're serving you, the best way you can get them to become, I guess, normal again and not smother you if you're feeling smothered, especially if you're a five. Um, (laughs) is give that attention. Say, you know what? I do love you. I really do appreciate you. You're awesome. And that's like the quickest way to put those fears at ease. Because it really is just stemming from this deep, deep desire to feel loved, which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. And I would I would go even further with that and say, uh, serve them in the ways that they are serving you. Yes, yes. Mm. It's likely yeah. their love language that they're speaking with. In the lives of some of the twos that we know, we there, there's one friend of ours who was uh, adopted as a child. And commonly, twos will filter their experience of the world through this past lens. And her story of adoption is colored with this fear of being unworthy. And that's how she's interpreted that event. Mm-hmm. I was rejected at this one point. It wasn't I was selected by this family who's an admirable, beautiful family who actually took her and said, you will be part of our home. Her story is colored by this filter of rejection, which begins to color so many other parts of her life and story. And just knowing that, uh, that this is how twos come to the world, that underlying fear of rejection is going to interpret a lot of your past relationships and how you respond to them right now. And that's just very common in terms of the fears for twos. Twos will also struggle with pride. Um, And this is again, something very common for twos to confess about their, their lives that they have, they feel like they have done, have done so much for the people in their spheres and have not yet received that in return. Um, Would you, would you speak to, to pride, how that manifests often in the lives of twos? We, we've, uh, I've tried to sort of subtly hint at it or maybe not so subtly, uh, (laughs) while we've been talking this whole time because 
pride is is not the way that we think about pride typically pride for twos is in all of the ways that that we've mentioned that that twos are serving other people in order to take care of themselves it's it's in ignoring their own things they're sort of putting aside their own needs to serve other people and that in and of itself can be prideful because of why they're doing it so the the pride comes in in the fact that they're doing it in order to have these relationships they're not doing it in order to give selflessly they're doing it because they need a relational connection so so the pride is in the self-focus and it's it's often unconscious and in in the way that twos think about how it's inappropriate to take care of myself so i'm going to give to other people it's it's um it's sort of this chameleon little devil that that just sort of weaves in and out of everything that that goes on with with twos and how they navigate relationships that looks selfless but is actually self-focused that that is their pride very much i'll also say when if you're a two and you recognize this in yourself you will want to crawl into a hole and die right there on the spot because it is mortifying and to uh, finally see that hidden motivation and terrifying that other people see it too yes Yes, especially because, again, the two, how others see the two is so, so important to them. And so other people seeing this possible bad thing or negative trait in themselves is mortifying. Mm -hmm. Lots of good things going on for twos, though, in our lives. Many of us, when experiencing Healthy twos, uh, we see real strengths. Uh, what are some of the places that really twos bring so much to the world and, and, and to your life? I would say twos are extremely caring and sensitive in ways that a lot of people would view as possibly weak. But I see, I see it as a strength. Twos are one of the wettest types where they outwardly will cry more than any other type, including four. They'll cry with sad movies. They'll cry when they see an animal that's dead in the road, all these things. And that it really is just this very open heart and caring, sensitive nature that makes the rest of us look really callous. Um, (laughs) But it's a huge strength. The ability to care so deeply for so many things is very admirable, mm. and I would say a big strength. And uh, that that sort of empathic strength being the type of quality that offers people things that they need that they didn't know they needed. Mm-hmm. A lot of the twos in my life to me, but also like seeing them interact in the world, they are able to, to take care of people in ways that oftentimes those people don't even know that they needed something. Mm. Uh, they're, they're able they're and they're completely willing 
and capable of stepping into a space and saying, I got this. What do you mm-hmm. need? And, mm-hmm. and in even offering the thing that that person needs before they're, they're able to ask for it. Yeah, that's what I experienced as well. It's just a lot of compassionate energy coming at me with great twos in my life. And I also see them, we, we talked about this, how often twos can be kind of a relational glue. They may not be the leader all the time, but they certainly are behind the scenes kind of connecting again through that positive outlook and through their just outgoing care and wanting to, to serve and, and love people in, in those relational ways. I would say as well, twos are really great at remembering to connect with people Mm. and reaching out to people Mm -hmm. in frequent manners, which can be really, really hard for a lot of people to remember to do that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Skips our minds um, for a lot of people. So having somebody that really is that relational glue that holds things together and says, hey, like, I care about you. Let's connect. Let's talk. How are you doing? It, that's really needed. And that's super helpful. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody needs people. Everybody needs connection. Everybody needs friends. Everybody needs love. And so the person that reaches out and makes sure that those things are happening, is that's very helpful. Yeah. And a, a lot of these things are, uh, I think they're they're sort of, not specific, but, but more catered to, uh, individual relationships. But I also think that twos are most capable of making sure there's room for everybody and making sure there's a place for everybody. Mm. That all are included. Yeah. Hey, well, in summary, we're ending these with, you might be a two. If, uh, some of the, some of the things that, consistently hit me as we were talking is you might be a two if you get just a ton of value from being helpful and loving and selfless in the lives of the people around you that that's just primary and on the shadow side you might be a two if you're really expecting other people to be selfless loving and helpful towards you as well you could even call that storing up favors Ooh, (laughs) you store up you might be a two if you store up favors I love this section of you might be a if (laughs) you might be a two if you remember everybody's birthday, favorite type of anything, and (laughs) always have one on one conversations to distract you from your own stuff. Mm. You might be a two if you help others to the point of overextension and exhaustion and you literally cannot say no or you have a hard time. You have to learn how to say no. You might be a two if you say yes to doing things you really don't want to do because the person asking you didn't have any other option and you just can't deal with them not being able to do their thing. You want to close this out, Teach? Derived from one of my favorite stories told by a two. Uh, you might be a two if you let other people choose where to eat and then get mad that they didn't choose something <laughs> you wanted. <laughs> I love that. Well, if this hit you, if you're like, that's me, I see myself in a lot of the language here, we would love to encourage you to look up our podcast titled Basics for Type 2. 
Uh, we're going to go deeper into all of these topics and kind of put a little bit more color here. It's also worth just looking at the rest of, of our podcast catalog at topics that really catch your eye that you might be into. Uh, there's a lot of them on relationships. There's some on, on two specifically in their villainous side. And uh, they, they, we just have a, a handful of topics that are, are worth uh, jumping into. And you can listen for yourself as a two and for others in their types. So uh, that's what I got. You guys got anything else? It sounds good. I got nothing. It's all good. He's CJ Wilson. He's officially awesome. She's Cambry Ross. She's inimitable. And I'm Jeff Cook. And who you aren't isn't interesting. But who you are, because that's where the gold is. Morning will come. Burning.